Alrighty. We were rocking and rolling here. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I want to see if we're rolling. Alrighty. Alright, I gotta kill this audio. Alright. Good morning, everybody. I, uh, I'm in a weird-looking hotel room because I'm in Los Angeles right now. And uh, I'm wearing a suit because I'm about to do the Michael Knowles show, the Andrew Clavin show, and record a video for PragerU. Uh, and then I'm headlining the Brea Improv Friday and Saturday night, I believe. All right. I got a great, great time for you today. First... I just want to really quickly say thank you. Thank you all for the support. It's been awesome. And there's been some big wins. Some big wins lately that I'll get to. And also, um, I flew in last night. I got in really late. And I sat... I didn't sit, sit by him on the plane, but I sat by this Buddhist on the uh, rental car van. And he was in the full uh, Buddhist gear. Shaved head, chubby. You know, wearing one of those big Buddhist robes. And man, I don't like Buddhists. I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm sure some of you guys are good people. I'm sure that some of you out there right now are like, I'm a Buddhist. I'm a cool dude. Yeah, great. I think you're full of shit. I got a compact car because it was still expensive to me. And I'm six foot seven and I didn't want to overspend on a car that I didn't need because I'm just going to be driving around Los Angeles. What did the Buddhist get? Full-size car. He was by himself. He's a, he was probably a foot shorter than me. Fat, too. He's a chub. So basically, you're telling me that you have a religion based on uh, nirvana coming from a lack of need or, or desire, and you desire a big car for your big fat ass. Uh, I'm not buying it. I've never been a fan of these Buddhists. I used to work at a Shabu Shabu restaurant in LA called Koji, Koji's Swish Swish Shabu Shabu. And we get all these Buddhists in there and man, they are bossy little bitches. I'm not buying their whole I'm not buying their whole gig. So I'm just so fucking tall. Man. Maybe I can lower the seat. Is this seat lowerable? Oh, whatever. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about some fun stuff. I saw Gladiator on the plane. Man, that's a good movie. I don't. They don't make movies like that anymore, where there's just a hero. You know, like uh, Braveheart, The Patriot, awesome flicks. Gladiator, just that scene where he's like, "Are you not entertained?" Man, it gives you goosebumps. And it's because uh, they don't make movies anymore about the individual taking down a corrupt state. Like Three Hundred, I think, might have been one of the last ones. Even The Hunger Games, which I loved. I thought it was a great, uh, it was super well written and uh, a great movie. Even there, there's no hero at the end. It's all this postmodernist bullshit where, like, no one wins. It's like, no, every you win if you stay true to your shit. Even if they take your life, they can't take your freedom. And that's just a fact. They're trying to make, there's an odd amount of um, trust for, uh, for the state. These days, like no one really seems to question authority that much. It's really bizarre. Also, you can super chat me at paypal.me slash feed the bear. I will read anything you write me, literally anything. You can tell me um, that I have no penis because I eat too much soy and I will read it word for word. I'm like the anchorman guy. 
Um, I'll do that in a little bit. Let's uh, start. This is a big win for the good guys. Uh, Instagram, I'm about to let you guys know or let you guys go, but you can watch this at uh, vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin and give, give us your email because in the future, that's how we'll get in touch with you. And, uh, or Facebook. But I just posted another thing about David Hogg, so I don't know how long I have on there. Uh, but before I let you go, check this out. Big win for the good guys. Look at this. Dear Owen Benjamin from YouTube. Thank you for submitting your video appeal to YouTube. After further review, we've determined that your video doesn't violate our community guidelines. Your video has been reinstated and your account is in good standing. The YouTube team. Damn right. I think they saw the honey they were missing, the big honey pot. I was making them money. And you could say, oh, it's a billion dollar company. Yeah, it is. It is. But if every American made YouTube what I make YouTube, it would be a... It would be like worth a hundred trillion. <laughs> like I was making them like three or four grand a month. I mean, that's not small amount of money. That's legit. And they decided to go with social justice warriors who are insane. Like what I, I didn't even swear in the, in the video that, that was up for debate. And I'm being attacked by Antifa and pedophiles. Good times. Real good people, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a great Morgan Freeman quote. I love Morgan Freeman. I like, I like anyone named Free Man. Oppression is not hearing a word that offends you. Oppression is being told you can't say certain words because you will offend someone else. Man, that guy gets right to it. I see why they cast him as God. I mean, that guy will just say some shit. Every now and then he says some shit that I'm like, fuck you, Morgan Freeman. But I think he follows my principle where he might be wrong, but he's not lying. And when someone does that... uh it's a lot easier to disagree with him and still have respect for him because you know he's not lying. I just don't like the uh, the commies, the people that lie on purpose to get power. Uh, and I'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Uh, Instagram, I'm going to like, oh. Oh, yeah, David, David Hogg turns 18 today. 18. He's now an adult. So um, all of that bullshit that came out of me, he was 17.95 years old. He's now 18. So... Feel free to direct, uh, ah, whatever. Oh, all right. Instagram. So, um, paypal.com slash WDTL. I will, uh, PayPal or not PayPal, Patreon. That's a great way to get in touch with me with the messages. Now I'm starting to read all of them now because that's, oh, I'm now 300th biggest Patreon in the world in a week. How insane is that? It's, it's, it's breathtakingly. I'm so thankful. You have no idea. And it's a really cool energy in there. It's not like charity. It's like people wanting to find people that aren't crazy. That 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 like the movie Gladiator. Because it's about a man fighting evil. Uh, Hollywood doesn't make Gladiator anymore. Now they make like um, the shape of water. Guess what? Water has no shape. It's water. Bunch of assholes. So my YouTube, uh, I can now upload videos again to YouTube. But you know what? I met a new, I met a new service. It's called Vimeo. I like Vimeo. I'll still use YouTube from time to time. It'll be my side, my little side piece. But uh, that's what happens, boys, girls. Little uh, advice for you if you're in a relationship: be very wary about taking breaks. Be very wary about taking breaks because uh, someone might find someone better. So work it out. You know, I'm a married man, and the, one, the, one of the best things about marriage that I don't think people take seriously, which they should, 
is you take a vow in front of everyone you know. And if you're an honorable person, you never leave. That's it. You make it work. Unless someone's life is in danger or um, that's all. That's the only one I can think of. If your life is physically in danger, you can get a divorce. But other than that, no. It's not about, if it's about like uh, happiness or satisfaction, that comes from yourself. You'll run and run and run uh, the rest of your life if you think it's going to come from an external. So you make that work. YouTube tried to take a break with me. Oh, I want to see other people. Oh, you're too... You're a little too aggressive for me, Owen. You're a little too aggressive. I want to I want to date someone else. Well, in that week, I found Vimeo. And uh, we're right back up on the views. It's crazy. It's crazy how when you have an authentic connection to your audience, it doesn't matter the medium. You find it. I swear, I swear I would get a flock of homing pigeons to tweet my tweets on a fucking bird leg. I would send them out. Wah! Retweet that. Uh, the Polish roll over pretty easy, says Cameron Naldi. Oh, hey, buddy. I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you, man. The Bears. Well, I'm ending uh, Instagram right now because you're not going to be able to see any of the videos or anything. It's going to be weird. But the Polish are now some of the strongest, uh, one of the strongest countries in the world, in my opinion, because they got rolled over a few times. But that's because they don't have any natural land barriers. And they're very intelligent people. And everyone's been doing Polish jokes for way too long. And they're not fucking taking it anymore. Uh, now they're becoming strict, no borders. They're not letting in these hordes of, uh, of, uh, uh, refugees. How much Adderall do I take? None this morning. I've taken it before. I have, I've been prescribed it. I have technically ADHD, but I'm starting to think that that just means you're creative. Adderall makes me mellow. It's, it does the opposite effect of what, uh, it does to other people. Like if I took an Adderall, I would probably just be like, I could figure this out. <laughs> it's weird. All right. Oh, hey, Emmy, how are you? All right, so I'm going to keep doing this, but uh, go to Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin or uh, Facebook or uh, HugePianist.com. And Pittsburgh, uh, we got to fill this baby up, but tickets are moving. We're almost sold out. Uh, April 28th, Pittsburgh, an amazing venue. I'm not saying it yet because some of the local social justice comedians have it. They have it set to like... They're like trying to uh, protest and pro they've already gotten uh, two venues to not allow me. And, um, and they, they even threatened that they were going to take out a, a, a billboard to say that I was performing somewhere else. And so I just don't want to uh, let them know where I'm performing. But the new venue said they're, they won't cancel no matter what. But just to be a good guy, I don't want to put the horde of fucking retarded donkeys on them. Uh, you should tour to the West. I'm in the West right now. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm at Brea Improv all weekend. So uh, come out. And I'm doing Michael Knowles' show today, Andrew Clavin's show today, and uh, PragerU. And I did Gavin McGinnis' show yesterday. I had a little cameo on Crowder's show, on, uh, but that's behind the paywall. I got to be Mug Club, baby. Got to be a Mug Club member. Just wrote some jokes for Crowder this morning. Uh, his show is so funny, man. That dude crushes. And, um, yeah, stay in touch. So, uh, yeah, join one of these other chats. Bye. Peace. Bye, bye. Oh, you need to come to the South. Oh, dude, I love the South. I, I want to live in the South. What do you mean come to the South? <laughs> bye, bye. Sweet. All right, now that, the, now that the dead weight's gone. The dead weight is gone. All right, I got to show you something super funny. All right, so the... Um, 
That whole thing I, I said about David Hogg not having pubes so he can't tell grown men how to live their lives or whether or not they can or cannot have guns. So this online shame mob, this is why life is funny. Stay true to yourself. Stick to your guns. Don't, don't kneel because if you stay true long enough, life gets super funny. Okay. Is there a P.O. box where we can mail pubes? And then this guy says, Principato Young Entertainment, 9465 Wilshire Boulevard, Suite 900, yada, yada. Joel says, this is so fucking funny. All right, so these people are now mailing pubes. Okay, starting a campaign where everyone send their pubes to Owen. He will have more pubes than anyone on earth. Truly the king of pubes. This is all because of this, this one thing. Because I said, feel free to try and boycott me. I don't have sponsors. I don't need them. Oopsies. Uh, well, this is cut off. I can't even read it. It's weird that you think you, you can tell grown men how to live when you barely have pubes. Uh, enjoy gay college, right? So, why am I showing you this? There's tens of thousands of tweets like this on the internet uh, mocking me, saying that I'm a creep and that I like little boys' pubes, which is mind-blowing. But, do you realize what address this is? This is my manager's address who dropped me because I, I, I said that there aren't trans children. So now the guy, I love him too, though. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I still, I still love the dude. He's a good dude. He's, uh, his career is doing awesome. He, he reps uh, Tiffany Haddish, and, who's a wonderful girl. And she's uh, now starring in a movie with, um, uh, what's that little fucker's name, man? It's the first set I ever did was opening for him. Kevin Hart. Her, she's uh, co-starring with Kevin Hart in a new movie. It's like, and she's a stand-up. I mean, she's like a normal comic. Who's cool. So, uh, and he also reps Key and Peel and just everybody. But he's a good dude. But he dropped me for that shit. And so now they're just sending him all these pubes. And he's got a great sense of humor. He's going to be like, no way. Why are all these pubes coming here? So these fucking idiots think they're hurting me. It's just like in Pittsburgh. They thought they were hurting me. They got me banned from the Hazlitt Theater. Great. Who gives a fuck? I got my deposit back because the unbearables started tweeting. And uh, now I'm in a, a place twice the size with just an opulent uh, look. It's beautiful to the point where I'm getting my boy to, to tape it because uh, it's going to be insane. Eric Nemer is going to be there April 28th. Come to that. And then um, June 4th, I'm doing uh, Bellevue, Washington or right near Kirkland because Kirkland uh, banned me too. So we got a better venue again. It's the same with YouTube. YouTube, it's like the more they try and hurt you, the more strong you get. Because human beings are, we invent things based on our laziness and our necessity. Like we're not, we're really, really smart, but we don't always use it, right? So I was happy on YouTube collecting my, uh, my, my super chats. And it was uh, just basic market economics. I like super chats because if someone wants me to read their thing, they, throw the, they feed the bear a little honey and uh, I read it. But Google was taking 30% of it. And I wasn't doing Facebook. I wasn't doing Vimeo. I wasn't doing Instagram. None of it. So YouTube bans me. I go to PayPal, and now they don't get any piece. It's uh, it, the, PayPal takes one percent of the chats, and uh, and now I have double the audience because it's going to like all these different places. And now YouTube's like, hey, it's like fuck you, dude. You gonna try and come at me? Oh, I'm gonna play something really cool. This is uh, Liam made this. This is sick. How do I turn this up? 
hang on. This is going to be tricky. How do I turn this up without having that echo effect? Uh, all right, here we go. Oh, no, it works. I don't have shame. I have no white pride. I also have no white shame. That's my stance. All right. My plan is to walk around where I see people and just give them a, give them a bird. There's going to be someone easier. Okay, so we're just going to make it difficult for you and wish that you hit somebody else. So if you want to do this, you better be ready to lay us the f*** out and put us down because we are going to keep coming and coming and coming. Ah. The men who inherit the earth and the women who inherit the earth are the ones who have a sword, but choose to let it sit, stay sheathed. We can argue till the sun comes up, and I'll still love you, even if you're wrong. If you come near my kid, I will blow your head off. Now that my penis is warm, it's too big for my pants. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant because I'm fun to be around. I like to be reminded <laughs> we as a people are good. And the things that we think divide us really don't. Race, religion, age, money, it's all invented. It is. What we need is to sit down with Mexicans and Jews and have them agree to switch hats. And that is how we cure skin cancer. Thank you. That nigga stole my bike. <laughs> if someone says you want a belt or a stick, you say both, bitch. Get God, get a baby, and shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I got one to start fighting. Hello? Penis? He called me a motherfucker. <laughs> from Liam. I'd never even watched it. I just trusted him. I was like, oh, this is cool. This would be awesome. I'm trying to get the lighting right here. There's not really a lot of lights in here. That was so cool, man. How sick was that? It's like, I feel like he really knows me. Like, he gets it. Um, yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so uh, I'm going to be a little all over the place. Dude, I got to show you this one again. 
Liam, I love you, buddy. You got to send me a higher res version of that so I can put it on YouTube. Okay. Artling is the man. Just, I'm putting that out there. The Bears know him. The world is starting to know him. He does these paintings on YouTube. Like, he takes requests. Like, uh, and I've watched him improve, even. And he was always a great artist. And, like, now he's starting to, like, blow my fucking mind. This is one from uh, a little while ago. Follow this dude. He's he's also um, a new dad. He's, uh, he's passionate. He doesn't give a fuck about money. He just, he literally just cares about the things to care about. All right, look at this guy. That's Jordan Peterson clipping the strings of the marionette bear of the unbearable. Look at the details of that. Look at like the books on the back. And it's just, it gives me chills. Cause Peterson is, um, he's like a dad figure to me. He is. And I have a great dad. It's just, I, I think I always needed that, that little bit of like Northern Canadian tough love that Peterson gives. And like, uh, I think he's helped so many people and I just, and he's helped me. And then I've, help people not like it's uh not like i'm i'm helping people like i'm like this great dude and and it's not like you get what i'm saying just lead by example i guess is the point um because there's a lot of things that my parents didn't teach me not because they're not good or they're not good parents it was because they'd only they'd only uh, they had a fairly sheltered life they were academics and uh, I just uploaded a, a great interview with my mom, a phone conversation with my mom to Patreon last uh, yesterday. I, I've done that for a long time now. There's a bunch of uh, conversations with my mom that are only to Patreon. And they're like, like my mom, for example, is, uh, is so knowledgeable with this deep, like ancient wisdom that... Uh, but at the same time, like they, they'd only been with each other. They had never dated anyone else. They, um, they'd never like done drugs or, uh, there's just a lot of the mistakes that, uh, I think I went through. They didn't really have any advice for me. And, and I think that it's because we had only a nuclear family in Oswego. My extended family was all in the Midwest. And I think that it really does take a good amount of people to raise a kid. And uh, Peterson gave me that thing I needed of just like, life is pain. Like, like bear the burden when you know something is, is right. You're not going to, like, don't seek approval. Don't seek pleasure. Seek what's right and bear the burden. And my parents seek what's right as well. But, um, you know, I think I see so many, like, because like, there's so many ways that you can just tell a kid. Because now I'm a dad, right? So now I'm thinking about all this stuff, like how to pass on knowledge to my son and my next son that's coming out. That, And I'm thinking, like, how do you pass on the knowledge? Because you can't just say, don't do something. That didn't work for me. I have to know why. And I have to be let, I have to go there myself on the journey. And I see some of my friends that, that didn't make a lot of the mistakes that I made or have to go down these dark roads that I made. And I don't regret any mistakes I've made because I did them with an open heart and I did them with enthusiasm and I did them because I, I, I just, that's what I did and there's no going back. But there's so much knowledge that I feel I could have been passed. Like for example, you, you don't need to be with a lot of people. 
and no one told me that. And I'm being serious. Like it's it's not like uh, I wish I could just pass this on to more kids, but I feel like I don't know how. I don't know how you can just tell that to someone without them having to learn it themselves. It's interesting. You guys can uh, write to me about what you think about this. Like, how do you pass that knowledge on? But there's nothing there. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because someone sent me a bunch of these old videos I did. Um, Sharon did this. And and God bless. I mean, I love that you did this because uh, I would have lost them if you hadn't. I'll just show you one. And they're super funny. But it just makes me kind of ache for my... It makes me feel like bad for myself looking back like I feel almost like what was wrong with you man like did, did you have nowhere to to live did, did no one like now that I'm like in a good I'm rambling I did not I slept like three fucking hours last night guys and uh, I wasn't gonna write for Crowder this morning I even I texted those guys I'm like man I need sleep and then I just realized that they never sleep and I'm like all right fuck it I'll get up and do it because those dudes are legit. I'm just trying to find the Asian one. All right, this one's really funny, but this is uh, 13 years old. 13 years old, right? And the whole uh, series was called Morning After with Owen, where I always wake up in a new and different place. And most of them weren't sexual. Actually, none of them are really sexual. The joke was never about sexual. It was about how to get home. It's like how... Like how to get to the highway, like where the hell am I? Like how did I end up here? And there was a time in my life when I would do stand up and I couldn't afford hotels. So I would have to uh, meet people in the crowd and just sleep wherever they were. And I'd end up like, one time I woke up on a um, ping pong table in a frat house. One time I woke up in a tent. And this isn't like, this isn't like with a ton of having sex with all these people. This is just, who the fuck are you guys? And, uh, it's kind of sad in a way, but it's also funny. All right, so I'll, I'll play you guys this. This is uh, just because this one has some hard jokes in it. And then I'll start uh, getting more focused on other shit. I realized, I just realized I can't riff today. I'm too tired. I just ramble a little bit. All right, where is this? These are just all Asian jokes. Strangers puts him in crazy situations. Hey, how's it going? I'm Frank. Give me a high five. Now tickle me. Oh, gotta get you. at the show last night, right? Yeah, you were hilarious. Thanks. Wow, it's bright in here. My eyes are all squinty. You ever feel like that? Like your eyes get all squinty? Um. Are you hungry? Yeah. What do you want to get to eat? Whatever you want. What, like sushi? Why? Because I'm Asian? No, I just like sushi. Oh. I mean, we could get some Chinese if you want. I don't care. Whatever. God, you were hot last night. It was pretty intense. Me likey. What? Whoa. Well, I was just saying, me likey. What's with all this racial stuff? First squinty and then sushi? I said me likey, not me not likey. That would be negative. I said me likey. I always put a Y at the end of stuff. Since when? 
Like, what time is it, E? Or, like, where are we going, E? Or, like, um, I'm hungry. This is news to me, because you don't talk like that. Listen, sorry, I man. I can make it up to you. I'll, how about I take you to the zoo? Oh, I like the zoo. Everyone likes the zoo. Who's racist now, huh? Not you. Yeah, we can go to the zoo. You can check out the pandas. You know? <laughs> what? The panda bears. I'm a panda Why bear. pandas? Why not? All right, you guys get the idea of that one. It's pretty hilarious. All right, here's another one. Uh, real quick. Funny story about this one. This dude is now like one of the, the heads of Comedy Central. He's still my boy. I love this guy. He's Jordy. He became the vice president of Comedy Central. But I knew him way back when we were just doing fucking sketches like this in alleys. Uh, yeah, check this out. Morning after with Owen. Going home with strangers. Puts him in crazy situations. I just got to it. Where am I? You had a rough night. God, I got wasted. You're telling me. <laughs> oh my, those are my shoes. You're wearing my shoes. No, they're not. Yeah, those are definitely my, I just got those shoes. No, those are brand new. I just bought these too. Really? You just bought them, huh? Where'd you buy them? It's in a big shoe store city. Shoe store city? Where's that? <laughs> in the city. Which city? big one. The big city? Mm-hmm. Give me the name of one shoe store. Marie Callender's. <laughs> Marie Callender's famous for their pies, not and their shoes. No, it's not shoes. Just pies. No, they got several shoes of pies. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Look at that. Huh? Do you like spoons? Mm-hmm. Look at this spoon. Uh, I own it. I've had it for a long time. This spoon is really good. And I will trade you this spoon for those shoes. Um, that looks pretty nice. That's oh, a great looking spoon. I mean, look, if you had this egg in the spoon, you could do that. <laughs> All right, you get the idea. Here's another one. I'm enjoying this. This is, uh, this chick's pretty famous now. This is uh, Eliza Schlesinger. And where are we here? Where are we? It was just the same joke over and over again. It's almost like Seinfeld for fucking degenerates. Yeah, what's this one? Oh, oh hey, good morning. Morning. I'm sorry, I just really like to cuddle. It's okay. That sounds crazy. Sure, we'll just fast forward. Look at that guy. Got some tools. Yeah. Uh, By the way, this this became a Family Guy episode idea. I don't think they stole it from me, but uh, it's fairly similar. Come on, you last night. You liked it. So you do this a lot? You just you bring people over here all the time? All right, so basically she's just, uh, I'm starting to realize. Oh, my God. She's had sex with 1,400 people. When you're having fun, right? Congo, taking that to What are you doing in there? Clean it up. Morning rituals. Uh, at the hospital. So basically, it's just she's uh, she's had sex with fourteen hundred people. Here's one with a uh, with a person, McNugget. This is my boy Nick. Nick's great. He's a great comic. Uh, Ten people, McNuggets. 
the Jews out there like this one. There's a lot of good Jewish references. Alright. This is so fucking trippy. Good morning, sunshine. Oh, oh, man, not a knife. How you doing today, buddy? Feeling good? By the way, they like to be called People McNuggets. Uh, who, who are you, man? Who am I? You remember me? Richmond Hill Elementary, 1989? Steve. Yeah. Steve, why did you tape me up? Why did I tape you up? Well, I don't know. A little something about you stealing my baseball card. Uh. It was in my collection. Jewish American baseball cards, and you knew that was my life! Steve, where are we? Outside your house. This is my house. Yeah, I've been waiting three months for you to get back from tour, man. Wait. Is this your tent? Yeah, it's my tent. You've just been chilling in the tent? Yeah, just chilling, camping out, waiting for you to come back. You're back now, man, and I'm gonna get you. I'm how gonna did, get you. Well, how did I get here? Remember last night you had a couple apple martinis? Well, there wasn't any apple in that martini. That was date rape. Oh, you date raped me. No, I tied you up. Because you stole my baseball card. You know I collect Jewish American baseball players. You collect Jewish American baseball players? Yeah. Why? Why? Because they're great. Uh, huh? Andy Cohen. Izzy Goldberg. Happy Foreman. Happy Foreman's black. Yeah, he converted, man, uh, for the cause. Jewish. All right, you get the idea. It was a funny, uh, it was a funny series, but it just made me, it just made me kind of feel for myself. I was like, man, you were in a weird spot. So that's one thing that um, I think Peterson is doing for the the young men in the world that I think is great, and I hope I can help out as well. It's it's be good to yourself, you know. Don't put yourself in these situations. Not that I ever was in really any of these specifically. I I didn't wake up in a tent with a midget, but uh, you deserve more out of life. And there's no, our, our culture makes it seem like that there's all this wild, sexy, great shit out there, like rub-a-dub-dub in the club. <laughs> what am I talking about? It's garbage. The best sex you're ever going to have is with your wife that you love. And that's, that's a fact. There, like, sex requires intimacy to be really, really good. If not, there can be, you know, you can have sex that you think is thrilling, but really, it's because you're uh, flirting with your own self-destruction. It's, it's more like the, the, the arousal or the attraction is to um, um, danger, which is an act of self-hatred. And that will, that will uh, putter out. You'll always need more. It's, it's called the hedonic treadmill. And it'll leave you broken. So just don't go down those roads. And, and there's no real way to say that sometimes. Some people just have to learn it for themselves, but others don't. So be good to yourself. Because that, that was the, one of the first jokes that Adam Sandler liked from me that when he started putting me in movies. is I said, because uh, I think he knew that I was uh, like a family man. Even as, when I was in my early 20s out in Los Angeles, I just was in a fucking psychotic world. And I wasn't adapting properly. You know, I was like, you know, I could have a one night stand with a girl and I'd wake up and be like, She'd be, she'd be like, what do you want to do for breakfast? And I'm like, what do you want to do for Christmas? <laughs> and uh, it's true. And I just really hope, because I see a lot of young men write to me about how, 
how much despair they have in their life because of the attacks on men and how men are treated in school and in work and it's crazy. All right, I'm gonna read some of these uh, PayPal's. Uh, oh, much love from Farmer Bear in Wyoming. Thank you. Owen, first, ooh, there's a long one, nice. First, I'd like to say how much you and the bears have helped me out of depression. I'm hoping you can spread the word. My wife, close friend, is in dire need of help financially and legally. I think I may have sent this guy money already. But yes, you can be Star Trek bear. I'll, I'll handle this. You guys, I'll, I'll, I'll get him some cash. All right, Kevin, Radical Bear here. Didn't know you were on Vimeo. Just found out from Gavin's show. You might want to post a quick vid on YouTube to say you moved to Vimeo Patreon because I was still getting notifications of your Gaytown vids, but still had no idea where you went. Might be others like me. Yeah, I might upload to uh, YouTube. I'll still upload to YouTube, but it's not going to be my, my primary spot anymore. But Because that's the other thing. I'm not going to, out of spite, not reach all those people that are awesome that follow me on YouTube just because I spite the platform. No, I'm just going to treat them the way they treated me. Like now they're my side bitch, just like they treated me. You know, they can shut me down because a bunch of fucking pedophiles complain. Yeah, now I'm going to plant myself firmly in Vimeo. But I'm still going to upload to YouTube. But that's a very good, uh, that's a very good idea, Radical Bear. I'll look into that. This is from John. Owen, you're awesome. Keep up the great work. Needed to do the PayPal since Patreon won't process until May. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's true. He does it. But thanks for being so thoughtful about that. Uh, you have a beautiful family. When I have more time, I'll email you more about my support for you, um, about why my support to you, Jordan Peterson, Roaming Millennial, and Bill Whittle is so important. Meanwhile, just know that I'm here in LA with my Mexican wife, and I'm happy some of, uh, and am happy some of us got the hell out. John, thank you, buddy. Yeah, if you want to come to a show this weekend, hit me up. Um, just uh, message me on Patreon. I'll hook you up with tickets, buddy. I appreciate your support, dude. And you sound like a fucking great guy. So, uh, 220 software. Hang on, we got here. Hey, Owen, longtime worker. Snow monkey here. Oh, the snow monkeys. Those damn icebacks. They want to run across the border and take our fucking maple syrup. No, you guys have the sticky hands for maple syrup. You want our health care. Brought to you by the free market. By the way... I have to talk about communism before this is over. It's, I think the swamp is communism. Like, drain the swamp means get rid of the commies, man. There's some seriously fucked up people in, in our government. All right, anyway. I'm usually content to just listen to your streams while I work, but after hearing a few comments about your recent haircut, I feel compelled to help a brother out. Pick up a Remington H... Oh, I got to show you something, bud. A Remington HC4250 from Amazon will be 50 bucks well spent, and Amy will no longer have to be... The chick hanging out with the crazy guy who looks like he just woke up from a nap in his fallout shelter. Trust me, wives care. Anyway, have fun in LA and never let up on Trudeau. I won't. I'm, I'm, you guys are owed another video of me urinating on a, a picture of Justin Trudeau. It's funny. It's not like creepy pissing on stuff. It's, uh, it's just a, an act of defiance. I did it once before and you'll enjoy it. We'll go with the Discord guy. Someone sent, sent me this. The Discord guys are talking about my haircut. Owen, <laughs> Canterbury, Owen's a skinhead now. Self-fulfilling prophecy, LOL. No hair, no pubes, says Guitar Bear. Uh, pubeless, send it. Prouder's right, but Owen's right too. Pubeless. No. By the way, that's how grown men joke about pubes. You say, you have no pubes, and you go, ha ha. 
If a pedophile overheard that, they'd be like, you want to floss with David Hogg's pubes? What? No. Grown men mock each other for not having pubes occasionally. It's, it's, it's basically saying that you're not a man. Um, and that was pretty funny. The Discord guys are hilarious. I've never been on Discord, but they seem like they have a blast. All right. Uh, where am I? Base Texan. Patreon is up so I can spread the love more now. Thanks for all you do, buddy. Keep the flame burning. Always, bud. Yeah, Base Texan's great. Follow Clip Channels. Clip Channel. Oh, wait a minute. I fucking sent that to him. Oh, because I got to pay him some cash now. That's so funny. I just read my own fucking note to him. What I was saying, that's embarrassing slash hilarious. I was just saying, oh, now that I have a Patreon, I can spread the love. Because he's never asked for anything, ever. And he runs my clip channel. Clip channel, Owen Benjamin's clip channel. That's fucking hilarious. God, I'm retarded. I just read a note to someone else that I wrote and didn't realize it for a second. Man Bear Pig, see you in Brea, Big Bear. Looking forward to some soy-free comedy. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a Patreon. That guy's fucking great. Uh, blessings for today. Keep your feet on the ground, but continue to reach for the stars. Community Bear. Thank you, Community Bear. Jenna. Hey, Big Bear. So glad you were able to live stream again. Think, um, think what drew me to your not a cult was your strong support of family values. My nine-year-old daughter had to fill out a what I want to be when I grow up paper at school, and she said she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. Her teacher made her redo the paper because this isn't a career. I worry about the future. I worry about that teacher. Uh, no, you sound like a great mom. You, we have control of our future. Not really. I mean, obviously we don't, but in a sense we do based on how we live our lives with our families. Start a family, teach your family good values, and you will get through these people. Because these people are commies, man. I'm starting to like Joseph McCarthy. If... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. I know that sounds crazy. Sometimes I say crazy shit. All right, let me show you. Uh, during the McCarthy era, this guy existed in Russia. Hang on a second. I don't know where that one is. I might not have screenshotted it properly. It's all good. I'll just tell you. No, I got to get this thing. This thing is sweet. You guys are chill. We got our peeps. We got our peoples. I'm going to be talking so much today, it's hysterical. Okay. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Barry, ahead of Joseph Stalin's secret police. They were having these, these mock trials, these fake trials, and they were putting just millions of people in prison for nothing. And uh, they were winning. People don't realize that the Red Scare was real scary. They were winning. China, America, and, and like some commie America covert op shit was backing Mao because they thought, or was it Deng Xiaoping? No, he came, fuck, I don't know. Way too much info to try and relay right now. How do I do this? Okay, communism is terrifying. It's killed more people than any ideology in history. Uh, Mao, China is the most horrific act against humanity that's ever happened. The dude killed 77 million of his own people. Stalin killed 60 million of his own people. And America was getting infiltrated by commies. Fact. Um, Rosenstein or Stahl or whatever, this couple, they gave the Russians 
our our uh, the nuclear bomb. That's why they got the bomb so fast. They were electrocuted, thankfully, but uh, that was happening constantly. So McCarthy stood up to these people, and 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 Hollywood, because I think the commies won in America. Hollywood is so fucking communist. Look at some of this shit. This was in the Emmy pick paper, blackish, black lightning. They're fucking these racist. So you got national socialism is socialism, which is communism. It's all the same shit, but they divide people based on uh, ethnicity and nation. And then the Russian commies divided people based on uh, uh, haves and have nots, which is insane. So, so are the Nazis, obviously. I mean, Hitler was Austrian. He wasn't even German. It fucking Goebbels was like 4'11 with a gimp leg. Trying to talk about master race. My ass is a quarter fucking Jewish. And my 6'7 blue-eyed fucking propaganda poster uh, would have been killed by these fucking lunatics. Anyway. So. <clears throat> the, like, Hollywood and academia and DC have socialism. In, like, just so ingrained in them now. That we see it everywhere. The fact that that fucking teacher said that to your daughter. A woman is... is <clears throat> The most fulfilled a woman can be, in my opinion, in, in life, is when they're married to a man they respect and they have children. That's the most fulfilled a woman can possibly be. And the most fulfilled a man can be is when he works for his own money, he has respect from his community, and he has a, a, a family that he can provide for that he loves. That's the most he can be, uh, that, that's the best you're gonna do. And the fact that these people are trying to brainwash women into thinking that freedom is abortion and freedom is work, it's right out of a, a dystopian novel. It really is, it's like work is freedom. Like that's insane, no. And men make more money because they work more hours. Like if, when a man gets a family, he goes from 40 hours to like 70 hours, you know, driving a cab, just trying to get money for his family. That's his way of showing love. He doesn't want to do that sometimes. Sometimes they love their work, but no one loves their work enough to be away from their family. I have a dream job giving my skill set and what I like in life. Right now I got to fly to California to talk to people I, I, I respect you know, Dennis Prager, are you kidding me? I get to talk with, with these guys today. And, and then I get to entertain people that I respect. And I get to do stand-up and, and piano. It fucking kills me to be away from my family. That's how men are. That's how men show love. And, and, and um, this, this communist neo-Marxist trick of saying that, um, oh, men make more. Women should make as much as men. No, that's not how women show love. Women show love with, with their own way of showing love by keeping a family. We used to have a magnet on my, on my refrigerator. I, I think my mom is literally half Jordan Peterson. It said, our house is clean enough to be healthy, but messy enough to be happy. Right? It said that, that balance between order and chaos. It, it, too much chaos and you're a homeless guy, you know, just in hell. And too much order and you have like plastic on your, on your couch and you have to tap every time you turn on a light switch. Um, and my mother got to, that's why she's so calm. She's 76 and healthy. She has the EKG of a 40 year old, she was saying. That's what the doctors just told her. She does yoga and, and reads and 
She's already read Saul's new book. She got red-pilled. I told her she got red-pilled. It's so fucking funny just thinking about the fact my mom got red-pilled. But it's because she got to be a mom. My dad got to be a dad. And my dad's a flamboyant guy. I used to do a bit about how I was the only kid in the straight closet where I was like, my dad is like, let's play classical piano and go see Rent. And I'm like, I want to play catch with mom. I'm different. You know, but he's a strong man. That's why I know about what makes a man so well is because my dad, on the surface, he would get mocked by some, some of my townie buddies. They'd be like, oh, your dad's a fucking homo. Uh, just because uh, he was cultured and would be kind of sensitive and had to do puns. And I'm like, your dad left your mom. My dad didn't. My dad uh, works every day and provides for his family. Yeah, he fucking says a lot of puns. And I got that from my dad, you know. But he was um, a, a great and strong man simply for providing and for not uh, beating the fuck out of me like both my parents' parents did to them. They stopped a cycle of violence with me. And uh, what else can you ask for in life? And so that teacher to your daughter, is, is she's the one in hell. And it's your job as a parent simply to guide your daughter into a place where she doesn't have to live the way that teacher lives. And really have sympathy for the teacher, not empathy. If you, if you feel too much, you can go down their road. Don't over-empathize. That's why propaganda is based on empathy. And empathy is very destructive. You want compassion. Compassion is good. You know, Put yourself in the shoes of another person without feeling all those emotions because that's how uh, you can get triggered into uh, an unjust war or uh, violence. When, you, when someone just goes, look at this dead kid. A German did this to this kid, you know, or a Polish person did this. And then you're like, well, we have to kill the Poles. That's, that's weaponized empathy. That's what the left does nonstop. So I feel for you. And thanks for uh, being a part of the bear community because this is a blast. Uh, yeah, hugepianist.com for Pittsburgh, Kirkland, Washington. And uh, my last special, the last two specials, um, Feed the Bear and How Dare Me. Hey, Owen, this is Distraction Bear. I just want to tell you that you are looking uh, very posh today. The Big Bear Archive channel now has 60 videos. I blame the slow Bear Country Wi-Fi, but it's still getting better. Good job on the YouTube video. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you. Distraction Bear, I love you, I love you buddy. Yeah, I'm wearing this because uh, I've been going since... I, I, I won't have time to change. That's how tight my day is. I go right from Michael Knowles to uh, Andrew Clavin to uh, Dennis Prager. I don't fucking know. I got it written down. What up, Owen? Uh, been a fan for a while now, but haven't been able to support live. I'm claiming Bluegrass Bear. Would love to see a show or something if you ever hit up Kentucky. I'm in Lexington. Thanks for everything you do. I, I've gotten more love from Lexington than Louisville. And so I, I definitely want to set up a show in Lexington. We're trying to set up more shows in a couple more shows in May. But now that my wife's getting very pregnant, I want to be there as much as I can for her. Uh, good times. What do we got here? Matthew, we cannot accept American people to jump from capitalism to communism. We can assist their elected leaders in giving them small doses of socialism until they awaken one day to find they have communism. Nikita Khrushchev. Yeah, that's true. And they're trying to do that. And the battle is very, very cultural. It's as cultural as it is economic. The thing that they need to, to get communism going is 
They need a population of people that are okay with saying bullshit. Because all communism is based on is lies. All of it. So they have to get people to say, Caitlyn Jenner is a beautiful woman. There are five lights. You know, they need that. And that's why the culture war is, is as crucial as the economic situation when it comes to socialism. You have to say what is true. You have to say what you see. You cannot be politically correct. And that doesn't mean being hateful. But if you are hateful, be hateful. I'm serious. I would much rather know who believes what than, than, than people that keep things to themselves. I know people that have been extrovertedly hateful and changed and are now very good people. But guess what? The whole time they really believed what they believed and the fact they didn't lie is, a, is the string of their character that you can see. I know people that literally used to hate certain groups of people, like hate, and now they don't. And they've been like, man, I was blind to this thing. I never met someone like that. I know Southern people that hate Northern people from the North. And then they work with me on a tree site, a tree job for... Uh, two weeks and before you know it they start calling New York the East because they're so trained to hate the North but they like me and that's cognitive dissonance and there's people that can live in cognitive dissonance and there's people that can't and don't live in cognitive dissonance a perfect metaphor for it or a perfect uh, analogy would be gladiator when the great leader the wise king is murdered by uh, Commodus his son there then became two roads there's the road of Maximus, and there's the road of his sister. And that is the difference between an honorable life and the, the hellish uh, walk to socialism. Look at what happened. Okay, so he was willing to give up everything to, believe, to stand by what he believed in. He would not, like, okay, this guy just killed his father and is now becoming uh, Caesar. He has all the power in Rome. And Maximus, and all he has to do is, is pledge allegiance to this guy. This guy says, I just, I will only ask you once, but pledge your loyalty to me, brother. And Maximus looks at him and walks away. And that is because he would say, I will face death. I will face anything because I know the hell that comes with that is worse. His family was murdered. He becomes a slave and he ends up getting his revenge because he stood his ground. His, his, his sister, remember, realizes that uh, she, he had killed the father. She slaps him and then kisses the ring. And that was her sealing her fate into a world of constant hell. So now she, she lives, she's alive, but she's in a prison cell 24 seven. At any point, that man is gonna kill her, her kid, rape her, uh, do anything because she is now took a knee to a monster. That's the story of Abraham and Isaac. You have to keep your covenant with God or else everyone dies. That's the whole point. The only way to save Isaac is to keep your covenant with God, which in that moment would be to kill your son. But the fact he was willing to do that to avoid the hell that would come from not keeping your covenant with God is the reason Isaac lived. And if he hadn't been willing to do that, Isaac would have died anyway, and so would everyone else. And those are some of the tough realities of life, that if you're willing to do something against your principles for short-term financial uh, gain, 
or uh, popularity or approval or power, it, it will always come back and, and get you. It always does. And and because once you once you pledge, once you take a knee, that person, that that ruler, that tyrant, now does not respect you and sees you as a cog. Now you're merely a hammer. And what you stood for, like let's say, uh, like like that's why the archetype of uh, Darth Vader is so powerful. It was the love for his mother that was manipulated and twisted and tortured until he was this machine. And you see that with a lot of soldiers, the love for their country, the love for the people that they fight next to that will allow them to do these horrific things. Because it, people don't go to war over hate, it's over love. It's over, uh, and, and then when, when you're manipulated like that, you can become evil. And that's why there's a certain age they like to get uh, child soldiers in Africa because they can still be manipulated. They can take that love. And that's why I hate people who abuse children. And I'll never take a knee and I'll fight them forever because that love, my, my son looks at me for approval. He'll jump in a, a puddle and look at me like, is it okay? And if it is okay, was it awesome? That emotion can be taken from that kid and used for sex or violence or uh, just to act out the will of tyrants. And that, and that's why I think there is pedophilia in this world because there's no biological justification for it. There's no, um, we have a sex drive to procreate. That's why uh, we're attracted to what we're attracted to in each other. It's, 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 for, uh, uh, it's for our children. And that's why um, breasts and a 0.7 hip to waist ratio is attractive in a woman because it says that they can uh, feed a child and give birth to a child without dying. And that's why with men, it's uh, you know, a stronger jaw, height, uh, status, because they can provide and they won't be killed. So a child is, is without question the least attractive sexual being there is because they have no sexual traits. There is no procreation. There is no making of life. That's why the difference between a 25-year-old marrying a 15-year-old in the Czech Republic or a 14-year-old is so much different than a 9-year-old. Granted, I think 14 is weird, but at least there's a biological explanation a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, all that is is, is the, the will of evil. It's someone, it's because the younger they are, the more they look at you with guidance, for guidance and, for, uh, and with trust. And they say, help me. What, what should I be, Dad? What, do you, like, what can I do to be better? Tell me the world. I'll believe you, Dad. You're my dad. There's people that will take that and use it. And they'll become uh, 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 just a tool for their evil. And it exists in the, in the most corrupt places. And it, Washington, D.C., Hollywood, California, uh, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. These, these things, like the places of the most corruption, of the most lies, of the most power acquisition, will have the rape of children. Because those people don't stop. Like once someone takes that knee, once someone compromises their ethics or, or what even they believe to be true. Like when someone says, Sean King is a black man, okay? They're now a, a tool. And they, and this is the cycle of violence that happens within power structures, where now they are nothing more than um, the embodiment of, of the whims of a tyrant, where they act out what an evil person wants them to. And so they lose their humanity. 
And they also lose their own power. So what do they want? They want to take power from other people. And there's no one more vulnerable than a child. It's a math equation. It's an algorithm. Those that abuse power, those that sacrifice their ethics, those that take a knee are capable of anything. And once that, that cascade starts, those are the abusers of children. Now, do I think these people are all pedophiles? No. There's a chunk that are, but a lot of them are just the ones that want to torture kids. Like that teacher, I was tortured by teachers, tortured to the point where like I used to cut myself and I had a good family life. My, my parents were good. I used to just sit there and just, cause I was like, I'm bad. I'm bad. Like teachers would destroy, they, they want to destroy that, that which is hopeful, that, that which is beautiful, that which has promised, that which hasn't compromised yet. And the fact I wouldn't break drove them fucking insane. I had 47 days of, of isolation in one year in eighth grade. I was a nice, sweet kid. It's like, and what that teacher is doing to your daughter is saying, I regret my life and I'll be damned if I let someone keep the flame of hope in their life. So I'm going to tell this little kid, this little girl, that she can't be what she wants in the name, in the ironic upside down bullshit name of feminism. I'm going to take the autonomy from this young girl and tell her that she's going to be a cog in a goddamn machine. She's going to be in the fucking salt mines next to the men who are just trying to provide for their family because that's how men show love, is work. That woman is acting out evil. She's abusing a child. Now, I don't think your child will be hurt by this. Maybe short term, but she has a mother who loves her. And she will... And, there, and life is full of abuse. Life is full of trauma. We have to learn how to uh, uh, feel it and get through it. Look at what I just have, what just happened to me. People have lost their minds over social shame, over 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 um, uh, social media shame mobs. People have literally killed themselves over it. People have gone insane. Strong people go insane. What I just experienced would be tough to describe to someone that that didn't understand it. To have thousands and thousands of people call you the worst names imaginable and it never stops. And people that you thought were your friends, join them. They hit the like button. That means they, they approve of the statement. And, it, and it, it, there's no way of stopping them. They keep going and, and they, 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 they mess with your words. They scare you. They tell you your worst fears. Your family will leave you. You deserve nothing. You're human garbage. You're disgusting. I just, I just went through that for, for a full week. And look at me. I'm wearing a goddamn purple tie. I'm fine. It doesn't have to hurt you. There is strength in your core. It, it like That's why being a good parent is so important. And that's why like speaking honestly is so important. That's why I'm so fucking vulnerable and honest about what's happening. I could manipulate for money and power so fucking easily. Anyone can. Like the, like the nods I've gotten recently from like the fact that I didn't do what Joe Rogan told me to do. Like, you think that's good for my fucking career? No. It's like if I had just sucked it up and just stopped tweeting the second time I did Rogan, I would be doing the third time I did it wouldn't have been him talking down to me. And then the, I'd be doing a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. Don't get me wrong. I'm still friends with Rogan. I love Rogan. I think his heart was in the right place. But like I 
do not have the ability of not saying what I think. Or I do not kneel. I kneel for God and my wife when I asked her to marry me. Other than that, there is no kneeling. Because once you kneel, you're done. You will then become the enactment of evil of someone else. And you don't know where it's coming from. And this comes from a good place. There's people that are like, I will do anything to protect blah, blah, blah. And then the devil goes, anything? And you go, yeah, yeah, anything. Will you, will you take this piece of bread? Yeah, of course, it's bread. Will you, will you kick this guy in the, in the ass? He deserves it. Are you sure he deserves it? Eventually it's Auschwitz. Eventually it's the Ukraine. Eventually it's Stalin. Eventually it's Castro. Eventually it's Mao. These people take, that's why um, I have compassion for a lot of Muslims. I'm friends with some Muslims. I fucking hate Islam. I think Islam is insanely manipulative. The fact that they won't depict Muhammad, you understand why they do that, right? It's so the individual can project their ultimate vision of a man onto this person. And so it might be the dad that left them or the, the firefighter that saved their life, whatever. And then from there, the teachings come. And to me, that's right out of a grooming handbook for fucking pedophiles. And that's why a lot of these men, these good Muslim men, are doing nothing more than um, trying to be good, trying to provide for their family. The same shit that we all want. And it's just these certain ideologies. Communism is fucked. It's fucked. Socialism is fucked. And so is... I think it's way worse than Islam. Islam to me is fucked. But... If, if, if someone's going to be like, all right, there's a Muslim and there's a communist. Who do you trust? I go, Muslim. I trust the Muslim. At least he believes in God. Good chance he's a fucking good guy. The communist. There's, unless they're right out of Yale or right out of college or they truly have not been exposed to any real information, they're, they're bad. They're a bad dude. That's a bad fucking dude. Someone that thinks that uh, you're owed. You know, when people start uh, joining my Patreon slash WDTL for those of you that, for the patriots that want to join. But uh, all these socialists just shame mobbing me. Oh, you're begging for money so you can provide for your family. Well, they're going to leave you begging for money. No, that's called voluntary. What I'm doing is engaging in voluntary exchange based on ethics. What you want is the government to take guns and take people's money and give it to you so you don't have to fucking work. That's socialism. Socialism is patriotic from the fucking end of a gun barrel. Everybody on my Patreon chose to do that because they believe in what I say. They think I'm talented or they want updates because they know my social media will all eventually be fucking shut down. That's why they do it. There's no force. None. That's the beauty of it. And there's a group of people in this world that see things that that's beautiful and others is pathetic. There's people that are like, oh, you, you beg for money on Patreon. That's pathetic. No, that's beautiful that there's people that are not forced at all. No force. That out of the goodness of their heart or because they, they, they believe in my comedy, they want free speech comedy to survive, they choose to support in their own little way and with enough of them, we survive. Socialism is you get the government to point a gun at the temple of a rich man. You take his money and you divide it amongst these fucking groveling assholes. That's way worse. 
That's force. All right, I'm going to read some of these and then I'm going to, I got to go. I'm getting fucking fired up, man. Uh, yeah, subscribe to uh, Vimeo.com slash Owen Benjamin. iTunes, I'm now up, uploading day of or day after because I know now I can't lag on that because so a lot of people hear this. They like that. And now that YouTube got all fucked up, I want to make sure that we're all uh, on the same page. All right, let me read these and uh, and I'm going to play uh, Liam's video one more time and then I'm going to go. And uh, much love to my, my beautiful and wonderful wife, Amy, who has just been so strong and so ass-kicking. The beauty, I, I now get emails where it's like to Owen and Amy, and I, that, that brings a tear to my eye, guys. It's like to include my wife in, in this, in, this uh, in all of this is unbelievably cool because she is. She's the omega. She, it's the alpha and the omega, the yin and the yang coming together and you have a little of each in each other. Like she has the, the aggression of me, the bear in me, but it's the small amount. And the rest is this wonderful, beautiful calm. She has a sea of calm in this. It's like the yin yang symbol. There's a circle on each side because within that calm is that fire and she has fire. And with me, it's more like I'm this, ocean of aggression sometimes and and i have that circle that core of calm that allows me to be aggressive people will online will say oh we're witnessing a, a owen melting down this is man he's really he's losing it now this is it for owen that was eight years ago and seven years ago and six years ago it, it's th these fucking idiots don't realize that i can withstand that i can in that moment survive and Whatever. Okay, it's from Samuel. I feel like I'm a Russian-American and I absolutely despise the commies. I used to um, be brainwashed as a child when I was taught in the public school system in Democrat Minnesota. I used to think we should remove all guns, pay more taxes. I mean, can you imagine people thinking we should remove guns and pay more taxes? It's like fucking insane. And that whites do have privilege. No, whites don't have privilege. Oh my God. The anti-white stuff is getting fever pitch. It was a dark time in my life, LOL. The only reason I believed in these absolutely crazy ideologies is because of my school teachers, who I trusted. This is exactly what I was just talking about. And the corrupt news. I even used to think Obama was an amazing orator. Me too. The guy made me cry before. He's debatably the worst president we've ever had in history. We've all been tricked. You can admit being tricked. I voted for Barack Obama in 2008. Do you understand? That's basically like being in Hitler's guard. Like the guy is horrifying. He set up this, this, this neo-Marxist identity politics nightmare that we're now living in. So don't feel shame about that. It's, the, the shame comes when you learn this shit and you still don't change. And you still follow orders just to get your fucking um, whatever it is your vice is. That's why I, I recommend monogamy. It's like sex is a way people get you on Donkey Island. Read fucking Pinocchio again. I, all right. And HuffPo were organizations I trusted. Then I heard about Ben Shapiro through a meme. Oh, dude, I'm, I might hang with Ben Shapiro today. Through a meme page. And from there, I became a Christian, Republican, conservative, pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-First Day. It's amazing that the truth... By the way, what you just described is simply saying American. I mean, obviously, you can be American and not Christian or Republican. But pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-First Amendment was 99% of Americans' history. That that's, should be a given. 
I actually love the fact that I was red pilled because it can serve as an example of how hardcore leftists can turn right. Love that you, what you do, man. Distraction bear. Oh, dude, I'm 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 the same way. I haven't. I'm guessing from you as well. Our personalities and our values haven't changed. Like if you watch videos of me doing comedy 15 years ago, I, I was I was showing some shit from college to Amy. She was like, "You haven't changed it at all." I'm like, "Yeah, this isn't a fucking act." It's like, but your your policy opinions can change. Like how, like Thomas Sowell is what did it for me in a lot of ways. So did Andrew Breitbart, where it's like, when you watch people try to argue against Andrew Breitbart and they physically can't, they, they can't, all they can do is call him names. And look at what they do to me. All they can do is call me names. They never say, they never argue my idea or what I said. All they do is say, I'm garbage, I'm bad, I'm bad. Once you see it for what it is, you get, you're immune. It, it literally just fucking flows right off you. I think it's funny now. Hey, Owen, Sabo was periscoping during your stream. He was banned from YouTube. I told him he needs to build his tribe like you. He said he's seen you at Brea. I'd be stoked to buy you guys a beer at the show. Hell yeah, dude. No, there's a, there's a real good crew of people in LA. And Sabo's the shit, man. Um, I think I was invited to dinner with those guys. I got to look that up, but I do have to go. Last two. Sad the stream is always doing work for me, but I'm new to the unbearables and love what you're doing. I'm all for some kind of unbearable art convention. Can I be Red Pigeon Bear? Thanks. Yes, and I am starting an Instagram account just for unbearable art. Uh, Kiwi Bear, uh, Artling, our, our Dutchman in Japan. You know, we have some unbelievable graphic artists. Unbelievable. Kiwi Bear did my last uh, our special um, cover, and she's also illustrating a, a children's book my brother wrote, a non-commie children's book, <laughs> and uh, and just support the bears. Oh, I was going to read an email. Oh, shit. I, I don't have time. I will next time. But I, sometimes I get emails from people looking for jobs, and I want to get... No, I'm going to do it right now. Fuck it. This guy, it's awesome that he did this. This should be supported. This should always be... Oh, and we're getting our own app. Coder Bear just wrote me. I got a server set up some hosting and got the back end started. I should have something. All right, sweet. Man, this is going to be a bit of a bitch, though. I do not know how to find this guy's email. Uh, I, I really want to help him, though. All right, come on. I don't want to make you guys just sit there. Oh, this one dude wrote, sent me the Patreon graph. He wrote, big fan from Germany. Just FYI, if you don't know about uh, this website, it shows Patreon creators' graphs and ranks. You're now 302nd. So it'd be a great fuck you to all your haters, especially this nice one. I love it, buddy. Uh, yeah, it literally, it's, it's hilarious. It's about the adaptation that, that happens when, when you just stick to your shit. So young people, do not bend the knee. Do not say that you have something you don't. Young white males, there's nothing wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. This is a lie. In every generation, the lie gets more and more extreme. So just do not do, just don't listen to these fucking people. All right, I can't find this dude, man. If you're listening, bro, I love that you're looking for a job and I should have been more organized. Let me just check. And I'm making this, this other dude a song. He's doing something really amazing. Oh, here we go. Hey, Big Bear, I know you're extremely busy and this message may get lost in the shuffle. It didn't. See, why not? Throw it out there. 
Currently, I'm in California, uh, and I have been applying to jobs in Northwest Arkansas and Tulsa, but keep receiving decline messages. I know that employers are passing on me because the relocation factor, but I am 100% committed to relocating and experiencing a new lifestyle. No soy boy here. Let's get to work and enjoy life. Any thoughts on bridging the relocation gap to these cities or maybe a fellow bear is local to Bentonville, Arkansas, or Tulsa, Oklahoma could help me get in contact with people to network there. Any help is greatly appreciated. Uh, Philly Bear, if it's not already taken, welcome. And his email. And don't worry, you won't get spammed. The bears are awesome. I can just say emails. It's it's fine. Like, I'm literally attacked all day long, and I can still operate my email. So, pblanks111 at gmail.com. pblanks111 at gmail.com. If anybody knows of any good jobs in Bentonville, Arkansas, or Tulsa, Oklahoma, hook up uh, Philly Bear, or at least just send him on a journey. Because uh, we got building a community is about helping each other. You know, it's about having eyes where you don't have eyes and uh, skills where you don't have skills. So um, much love, everybody. And subscribe to Vimeo, as I said. Hugepianist.com for Pittsburgh shows and uh, Kirkland Wa or Bellevue, Washington, and uh, Bray this weekend. And uh, yeah, check out me on Michael Knowles and Clavin and PragerU that I'm doing as soon as I'm done with this. And oh, I'm going to play the video one more time because Liam is the fucking goat. All right. This dude just made this for me. Such a legend. Where is it? Oh, that's the wrong one. Asia. That was my buddy's girlfriend, by the way. It's not like I was actually intimate with these people. And what is this? Here we go. Boom, boom. I don't have shame. I have no white pride. I also have no white shame. That's my stance. Hi. My plan is to walk around where I see people and just give them the, give them the bird. There's going to be someone easier. Okay, so we're just going to make it difficult for you and wish that you get somebody else. So if you want to do this, you better be ready to lay us the f*** out and put us down because we are going to keep coming and coming and coming. The men who inherit the earth and the women who inherit the earth are the ones who have a sword, but choose to let it set stay sheathed. We can argue till the sun comes up, and I'll still love you, even if you're wrong. If you come near my kid, I will blow your head off. Now that my penis is warm, it's too big for my pants. That's cultural appropriation. And I didn't know what that meant because I'm fun to be around. I like to be reminded that we as a people are good. And the things that we think divide us really don't. Race, religion, age, money, it's all invented. It is. What we need is to sit down with Mexicans and Jews and have them agree to switch hats. And that is how we cure skin cancer. Thank you. That nigga stole my bike. If someone says you want a belt or a stick, you say both. Bitch. Get God, get a baby, and shut your fucking mouth.
don't want to start a fight. Hello? Penis? He called me a motherfucker. awesome oh and just to explain i not only do you think i'm just a dick who just wanted to flip everyone off i was i was proving a point that in real life everyone's a pussy like online all day long just everyone's throwing that shade i was trying to be a a, a troll in real life for one day i don't that's not a, I, I'm, I'm not just running around giving people the bird and um nothing happened no one does shit and i Part of me thinks I'm a dick for doing that, but I really was trying to prove a point. Like, I, I don't want to make it a, a, a normal thing. Like, I wouldn't have flipped off a, a kid or some shit, but like, uh, I just want to spend a day giving everyone the bird. And dude, most people laugh. Most people literally go, <laughs> they, they're like, oh, funny, crazy person. Because it's like, if you're just smiling and giving everyone the bird, I just wanted people to see that they're such, that the online world is total horseshit. And that reality isn't that. All right, I got a couple more to read and then I'm out. Ooh, George, big, big papa bear. All right, this is from Jennifer. Love that you're talking uh, to Prager about a father figure. He uses Gladiator theme song for his intro music. That's sick. Yeah, father figures are what we're really lacking in this world. Oh, that was very generous, George. Man, you're the fucking greatest. I swear too much. Sorry, buddy. For Amy, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. <laughs> Lord, God, <laughs> from the Lord, Proverbs. Uh, yeah, it's true. Hang on, let me really internalize this. Because it, it always takes me a few times for verses to uh, set in. Because it's like they don't, they don't talk the way I'm used to talking. Same with Shakespeare. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. That's it. I hope that's true. Because, uh, no, it is true. That's 100% true. I'm just trying to like riff on a biblical verse. It doesn't always work. All right. Uh, you look handsome in that suit. Tell folks to listen to you at work on their headphones via their computer or cell phone. I listen to people all day long. Uh, taking Dr. Jordan Peterson's maps and meaning while working. Oh, I know. I do the same shit. It's awesome. I was just on a Malinu bender the other day. He's getting uh, really bummed about Syria, as we all should. But at the same time, you know, I want to, like, call him and be like, man, let's hang out. He seems, like, really. But that's a guy... Man, that guy's smart. Stefan Mount is a smart dude. Because you go back and you rewatch some of his shit from a while ago, and he was right about a lot. And then you go on CNN. Watch CNN from six months ago. It's a joke. Nothing, nothing is real. It's all lies. Uh, all right. Much love, guys. So uh, support the show any way you can. A lot of times that's just watching it, which is fine. But uh, there's Patreon. There's also all the other shit. But uh, be, have a great day. I'm going to have a fucking great day. i got to stop swearing, though. I'm about to hang out with uh, some wicked conservatives. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm considered a conservative, kind of libertarian-ish. But uh, i got to really tone down the swearing around some of these dudes. All right, much love.